we're what 226 episodes in and now i kind of feel like official you <laughs> you're so tender you're so tenderly placing the, <laughs> the phone down on i the didn't want to make a big noise no like whenever i see like the big podcasts that like are usually also in video form they all have like a table and stuff and a whole setup and everything and now we have a table that we're at and I don't know. It's break nice out the to camera. like actually be able to see you when I'm recording. Yeah, and like I'm really hoping that I don't get nearly as sweaty as I normally do because <laughs> I'm not be on nice. cloth. <laughs> That's true. I can't tell you guys how much my quality of life has improved since getting a table to eat at. It's um life. It's truly a blessing. Um, I forgot because it's literally been. Since we moved to Seattle, we have not had a table. Because uh, I would not consider the low to the ground countertop that we hunched over. No, I was, I was about to say like. Apartment. I guess we had we had a table in like our apartments in Pennsylvania, but like we we never ate at them though. The one in in Brookwood, we kind of did. Yeah, a we little ate at that bit. one, but in Pickwick, we never ate at that table. You know, we, we had the poster, the looper poster with Bruce Willis hanging over us. And then, you know, I forget who did it, but someone put the letter P on a post-it note and put it over the, the <laughs> pooper. <laughs> wow, wow, college. <laughs> this is coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And this is like one hour about my table. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. But I'm just so happy to have a fucking table. Like, I'm sorry, like. There's something, I mean, my therapist is like, girl, I'm excited because there's, it's so unhealthy to like have your bed be where you eat a lot of your meals. Your bed should be, as we've learned, solely for sleeping, sleeping. fucking, and reading. Yeah, because also chunking. um, When we were in studios and stuff, the bed was the couch. It oh my god, the, the bed was everything. The bed was the dining table, the bed was a, the bed, like it played all the roles and so that really just doesn't, you don't realize it, but it just does something and it makes it hard to sleep and it makes it like not exactly the best mental space. No. And like, yeah, like I eat, before we got this table, I was eating like my breakfast in bed, which like sounds glamorous, but... One, I'm spilling a lot, and two, just not great. Like, just more yeah, shit to do in bed. Yeah, that's a new bed. I don't bed. want to spill like, on it. <laughs> depression and eating in bed, not a great mix. Yeah, just no. Saying. So this is fucking great. Yeah. Hopefully our sound sounds okay, because we're sitting, like, I don't know, in a new spot. Yeah, this table, though, was nice. We got it. it from, like, four months after we ordered it, but damn it, it was worth it. I know. Now I'm like, I regret all this shit that I was saying <laughs> in the meantime. Beautiful. I was like, this table better be fucking worth this weight. And it, it really was. <laughs> it really fucking was. Um, But anyway, we have some, well, I have coffee because Chris has like something no, going on no. in his throat right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I don't want to say the word because it's, it's, a, gross a, it's word. a gross word. But yeah, I can't drink coffee right now. I'm really sad. So my fact today is that it's going to be hot take, the hottest take ever that we've oh, ever done in the show. Is it a real fact or a hot take? It's a hot take. that I. It's the fact, though, because it is a fact that coffee is better than tea. Because <laughs> I've been drinking tea for the past, like, four days only. And God damn it, I miss coffee. And I this know. cannot replace it. What were we watching earlier that I was like, y'all want some coffee? Every time I see, I know we've said this before, but anytime I'm watching TV and someone is making coffee, I immediately am like, okay, it's time. Let it me could just be tell you, 11 p.m. This is probably going to be great 
for my body's like physical need for the coffee like to kind of you know take a break from it for a while but uh psychologically i'm really missing her but like do you, it, well you got a headache like the first day yeah and then it. i was like fuck it i gotta have a cup and then like i couldn't drink it more than like a sip or two because it was yeah. too painful so i gotta um, say my coffee addiction though like i know it sounds really fucky but i stopped getting headaches from it like i used to get headaches if i would go a day but like there are days where like i'm depressed and i don't yeah make the coffee or whatever and i I, I play it up, up but it's because you, know. you are constantly drinking it at work and i'm not yeah, i make is. my pot in the morning and then that's usually it but let me just tell you for all the uh, office workers out there isn't it fucking annoying to have to make the coffee all the time because that i swear is my job there is just making the coffee because nobody else does you guys don't have a keurig at work no, we have... That's awesome. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. We have, like, the little, like, any Wawa residents out there, those things. The big carafe thing. Yeah, that are insulated. Yeah, we have those. So it's really gotcha. nice. Sorry about making everyone yawn. But uh, I have Earl Grey tea, and you made coffee in a way that we don't usually make our yeah, coffee. Did, was this an ad, or were we just sent this? Somebody just machine. sent this to us, I think. It's not even a machine. It's literally a ceramic pour-over device. Yeah, it was whoever made it, right? I forget who made it. Yeah, it, it is years ago, like, from when this show first started, guys. Yeah, but it, like, I it's very pretty, so I used to, like, set it out and keep it as, like, more of, like, decor. Like, we drink coffee in this home a lot, and we're bougie about it, but I never really use it, and I think it was because I used to have to make pour-overs at work at Starbucks all the fucking time. And after a certain point, you don't want to make a pour over again. But <laughs> recently I was like, honestly, I don't feel like making a French press for myself. I just want a pour over one cup. And I'm like now preferring that. And it's also making me not drink as much coffee because I'm not making a whole pot anymore. All right. So if I had to. Plus you have to drink it while it's hot because it's yeah. the only one you have. You savor her. That's the thing I'm learning in that, like, I know that, like, when you're, like, in Italy and stuff like that and you get an, an espresso or something like that, you're supposed to drink your coffee fast because it goes bad after, like, 15 minutes, technically, from, like, the exposure to the air. Also, espresso, you're supposed to drink, like, immediately. Yeah, that immediately. But, like, coffee, you're supposed to drink, like, relatively quickly. Mal, like, it's, I know, another Mal shout out. Shout <laughs> out. <laughs> but she drinks Dopios now. She's, oh. She's on that level. And she just, <laughs> What's like, What's three, Atropio? I honestly have never heard of that. Triple O. I don't know. I don't know, bitch. But, like, um, the pour-overs and the French presses and stuff, they have supreme taste. Not that the our coffee pot makes a bad cup of coffee. but it's a like, good cup, but... But it tastes even better, but it's just, like, it goes colder faster. Yeah. I don't understand. Why, I don't did, know. why does that happen? I don't know. I think my favorite form now as a pour over even more than a french press because there's the waiting time for the french press french this press, is instant i don't, I don't this like is like press. what's the point of a keurig i know i'm gonna get back on my i hate keurig rant and oh we get it there's a reusable cup that I no one saw fucking a photo uses of it was like a buzzfeed article wow shocking um <laughs> of like different foods cut in half and it's like surprising what's inside to like expose the inside yeah and like the keurigs that like the disposables that you can buy they're like half filled okay before I get on my Keurig rant, that's inevitable. But it's like if you have an electric kettle, which I know not everybody does, but if you do have an electric kettle, at there is literally no point of having a Keurig. It is just as fast, and you get a full mug of coffee, and it's piping hot and d deep, rich flavor. 
It's so good, and it takes like five seconds. All you have to do is wait for the coffee to, like, the water to pour Maybe through the like coffee. Pour it takes over like again. a like, minute. Yeah, it's really good. It's so fast. If you have access to piping hot water pretty quickly, like an electric kettle, or if you're even cooler and you have like one of those sinks that like has like the boiling hot water spout. Yeah, we have those at work, and that's I, like so supreme. Like, it's so that's nice. bougie living. Yeah, that is nice. First, it was getting a one bedroom apartment. Now it's having that. Also, we... a refrigerator that gives me ice. That's when you know that you've made it. When you have I a refrigerator want... that spits ice at you. I want an espresso machine. I've always wanted me an too. espresso machine ever since The Sims. Is that not the realest thing ever? Because that, is real. I, that would be like the first thing I would put in the kitchen anytime Sims I made a house in Sims. Made me gay and want an espresso machine. Yeah. And so, like, I've always <laughs> wanted one and, like, it has this. Can you use the steamer to boil the water? There's a steamer usually attached. Yeah, like, can you use that for the water, like, to make it hot? I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking of, like, store level. Uh, I don't know. Not, like, at I home. Know. I just want one, because yeah. that would be nice. That's the next level. Um, um, but anyway, back to the Keurig. Um, <laughs> so, y'all, every single time we bring up that Keurigs are just making so much fucking waste, there's always that one person that's, like, it's, like, the but actually meninist guy, but it's not. It's, like, the... But Keurig, uh, <laughs> the reusable one that you put your own grounds in. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's how you reduce the waste. And I get you. But do you think corporate America in every office building and dentist office and, like, car salesman area and every, all those Every hotels, hospital waiting room and ho- uh, hotels. Yeah, hotels. Hotels really. especially. Do you think they all have the reusable K-cups? Airbnbs no, even. Bitch, like, they certainly don't. But if that were the case, I actually tried one of those. Um, when we were staying in Bend because they only had a Keurig, they didn't have like a coffee maker. And so, um, we brought like our own coffee grounds and they, I think it was either Mal bought the fucking reusable cups that we weren't trash or they had them already. And what they don't tell you about it is that like in a regular K cup, it's like very compressed. It's almost like a vacuum sealed. It's like a bouillon cube. (laughs) That's what it reminds me of. And so when you're just doing a Keurig amount of water through a loosely filled K-cup, which is basically like a tablespoon of coffee, that's even waterier than a normal Keurig cup, which is even just water. (laughs) Okay? You're not going to convince a bitch to get a Keurig. (laughs) Keurig is like a really shitty pour-over. Because that's essentially the science of it. You know how people say that like LaCroix is like if like seltzer like was whispered by a lime yeah. or like was in the same truck as one lime or like <laughs> yeah. was next to a lime keurigs are basically like it's a cup of coffee with like the whisper of coffee and it's, it's like water with a whisper of coffee water that just touched a coffee bean tree like, like one <laughs> bean diluted in eight ounces of water Oh, man. I'm sorry, guys. That company is just really fucking I'm horrible. sorry. They're that, just creating... Company... You can't tell me. Like, I get, like, a couple of people at home have, like, the reusable boys. But, like, because people use it in all of their businesses everywhere... Like, think about how many places where there's a waiting room where you see one, which, like, is a convenience and, like, a, a perk of, like, going to a place. Yeah. Think about how many of those things are out there. I don't know. It just pisses me off. Like... And it's, it would make me feel a little bit better if it was like a piping hot, like rich, deep cup of coffee. I'd be like, okay, I can understand the convenience factor. Hot, delicious, super amazing coffee in like 30 seconds. But it's literally like the worst cup of coffee you could possibly ever fucking have. <laughs> and that's what makes me so mad. 
Have you ever had a cup of coffee out of, I see, I saw it all the times in like TV shows, but I never actually saw one in person. Those like vending machines that are coffee vending like machines. Like when you watch like a show and they're at a hospital. Yeah, and somebody's getting a coffee. Like, have you ever had a coffee out no. of something? Have you ever seen one of those? No. Is that a conspiracy? Is it real? Are those real? Like, I'm sure it's not a good cup of coffee. The but... only thing like that I would do is like they had it at... Our school, they had them at Wawa's, those machines where you press the button and it gives you like almost like third degree burn inducing liquid. <laughs> and they always had like hot chocolate and like they had like a pumpkin spice coffee, cappuccino, and it's yeah. just like sugar water, but like it's flavored. Yeah. I used yeah, to drink those as a kid. I, yeah. I used to think that was like, I'm elevated. I'm and it's the hottest shit you will ever put in your mouth. <laughs> I've gotten many burns doing that. And I've eaten a lot of shit. <laughs> um, anyway, that was so my rant. The, that was the ranting section of this, you know, throwing it back. Um, yeah, throw it back. So let's talk about killing mayonnaise, because that's something that, you know, <laughs> we millennials, we're really, we are murderous. We cannot be stopped. We're on binches, a rampage. <laughs> stay tuned. We did the benches as what you are killing as a millennial, even though I'm sure some of you guys are not millennials, but... Uh, we're all millennials here. Yeah. <laughs> We're all collectively killing everything. And this week's victim was mayonnaise. Now, was it actually killed? Because you told me no. a little bit about the article. All right. I, I didn't read the article because I said to you, it's like the length of Midnight Sun. And I don't <laughs> really want to read something that long. And it just seemed like some older bunch complaining that her macaroni salad that she made for like 30 years was no longer the hit at the fucking 4th of July barbecue. And she the was mad. She was mad at all the millennials, and she was so salty. She ended it with that aioli you guys are all a fan of. That's just mayonnaise, like. Okay, yes, aioli is literally like gentrified mayo. But <laughs> it is. God damn it! But like, I've never been a big mayo fan. Have you? I just don't care. Like, there's a time I, and I don't a place care. for I'm just, mayo. I'm just saying, like, as a, uh, growing up, were you like a, a mayo? I always ate it if it was in the shit that I was eating. I was right. never at, like, a place being like, no mayo, okay? However, I'm not going to be evil and dip my fries in mayo as a condiment. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, um, like, I, you know how some people, I guess, our age, like, they hate all of those kind of sweaty salads, <laughs> like uh, potato salad, macaroni salad, yes. all of those kinds of things. I will fuck that shit up. I yeah. love a good potato Veganaise. salad. That's shit. It tastes exactly the same because mayo is could just be and oil. That's the tea. You could just use that. I don't need real mayo. I got fucking vegan mayo. Like, and it's just as it's just what I like about it is that it has that like vinegariness, duh. But like I'll I'm fuck shocked. up a potato salad, and I don't like a fried potato salad. I like a regular ass potato salad. I'm not whatever that is. A macaroni salad, yes. But if I had to choose the non-salad salad, it's pasta salad with just like a vinaigrette. Fuck me right in the ass. All right. A nice vinaigrette. I would say, ooh, oh my god, yeah. But like a fuck Mary kill potato salad, macaroni salad, um, pasta salad. This is the most American thing I'm gonna ask. Well, you. I mean, macaronis are also pastas. No, but you know the difference of fucking pasta salad is like the spirals. There's like feta. I'm going olives. to kill macaroni. Fuck pasta. Mary potato. Mary potato. That's exactly. The your tea? Yeah, because as much as I love regular pasta salad because of that vinaigrette, potato salad will just... Potato salad will take me home, you know? 
Mark Watney over here. I love the fucking potatoes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait. Speaking of Mark Watney, no one gets his reference. I planned that. Mark, I just Mark shocked him. Rachel with he that winked. transition. Like, I was like, yeah, bitch, I got you now. <laughs> okay, so y'all know how last week I talked about the latest Andy Weir book that I've been suffering to get through called Artemis. And I said that the protagonist was just like totally like a male character that they just flipped the gender at the last minute to make it like inclusive cool and, yeah, yeah like and i got a little bit further and once they described another person as a literally she's just like walking around and she goes to talk to some other dude and he says or she says like in her you know internal monologue she's like yeah and he was blonde and like hitler's wet dream <laughs> just because he's blonde and that line, I was just like, this is not. I really, this is how Andy Weir thinks women think that are like pounding yeah. beers and like love beer no, cheese. No, that is like straight out of fucking internet nerd culture, which I, I hate have to that log Hitler off. is such a prominent feature in all of that. But like, that's. I'm not even like that mad about like the Hitler aspect. And it's I know. It's just like, that's such a Like, that's not like, even. It's just like. That's so cringy. He's just like trying to be so edgy with this character, and it's so it every single word of dialogue is cringy, Except and I could for the not e- deal with it. Exposition on the world because that's not really dialogue. And so I read a bunch of reviews because I was like, honestly, this book is trash. I'm literally sitting here bored and embarrassed reading it. Like I need to just pick up a different book. But I was like, I need to know if other people feel the same way. And every fucking review I read had the exact same like feeling about the character. So if you want to know, just read any of those. <laughs> but like, really it is so embarrassing. Because The Martian was really good. And now thinking back on it, the reason why it's so good is because he's alone, he's alone and he doesn't have to have conversations with yeah. other people. And it's a lot One more One of the science. reviews was like, that is, it's clear that like the introduction of having to have other characters created like a big problem for Andy Weir because he literally cannot write dialogue. It is... If you thought her internal monologue was bad, just wait for dialogue because it is the cringiest shit you will ever read. Um, Do not recommend. Don't recommend. All. Already on to the next book. Um, Ashley Mao bought it for my birthday like a million. It was my last birthday, not a million years ago. <laughs> but I just like hadn't gotten to it yet. It's um, Difficult Women by Roxanne Gay. Yeah. And it's one that's not um, like a series of essays. It's a novel. So I'm like, I'm not even like two chapters the in surface, yeah. yeah but it's good i'm already sucked in um so cool that's that's what i'm reading. reading right now i'll let you guys know how i feel about it yeah but, uh, i, I uh, finished, don't recommend artemis <laughs> i finished up gone girl and then we, we watched wa- the movie we watched the movie and i just got to say like ben affleck is like the perfect casting for nick dunn like the even the cleft chin like it's just so perfect and that movie everybody in that is fantastic except for neil patrick harris i still just don't think that he is like right for that role but whatever no but uh yeah no everyone um, else is fucking perfect like um well obviously rosamund pike my wife is absolutely perfect there's <laughs> no one else that could have played that like <gasps> yeah stunning like perfect. tyler perry being in there yeah. he's he's so perfect as what's his face uh, oh, oh my god! Shit. Oh my god! I just fucking read I it. I know. And Tanner. Tanner, Tanner Bolt. Bolt. Yeah, yeah, he's the perfect Tanner Bolt. Everyone is great. What's um, her face from the leftovers being his sister? Perfect. Yeah. So um, highly recommend reading that. 
and watching that because that, from what I've seen, is by a very long shot my favorite Jillian Flynn content. Yeah, so let's let's spill some tea on that. Um, this is we're, like a controversial episode, I feel. Not really. Uh, <laughs> Just a lot of opinions. Uh, we're watching Sharp Objects, like the rest of the world. Yes. Um, and that's another Jillian Flynn book, if you didn't know. It's and, her first. Oh, that's her first I'm one. I'm pretty sure that one's her first, then Gone Girl, then. But Dark I could be places. wrong. yeah. So Gone Girl I read, loved, the movie's great. Then I tried to read dark places and i could not get into it I was can just, you uh give an example like what is it briefly i have no I idea truly what it's... don't even fucking remember <laughs> okay because i have no idea what that one is another about. like small town dilapidated yeah. town that I seems mean, to be her shit i didn't know what sharp objects was going into it me but... either i didn't want to look anything up um so then we were doing that and like the first episode hooked me i was like okay this is like gonna be dark as fuck but it looks like it's gonna be honestly good. it's really fucked up that like we are saying that it's darker than Handmaid's Tale. I wouldn't even say it's darker than Handmaid's Tale. I just think it's harder to watch than Handmaid's yeah. Tale. And that's saying something because yes, Handmaid's Tale is hard to watch. This one, I just feel like it's almost just like gruesomely dark just for shock value. And I get that like the book is also written this way, but I don't know. I just like honestly, okay, first of all, w- someone explained to me why they would put trigger warnings at the end. I know we've, I feel like we've discussed this, maybe not, yeah. but like, can someone explain it's like, like why that's a thing? It's like after the credits. Yeah. Like nobody sticks around for the credits, come on. No, like, and I would highly, highly, highly recommend you be careful watching it if you struggle with, with self-harm. a lot of things, especially yeah. Honestly, self-harm. Honestly, a lot of things, you should just Sexual like, assault and self-harm, please just be fucking careful slash tune now. Cause it's there, it's it. present, there's a lot of it. Visually, it's visual, like, very graphic yeah. and not great. I have a lot of hard time watching it. Suicide as well. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not just, good. So, it's not good. Acting, superb. Cast, superb. Yeah, yeah. Um, visually, besides it being graphic as fuck, it's um, it is good. Yeah. It's Soundtrack very. Great. It's the same guy that did Big Little Lies, and you can tell. Like it's. Yeah. It looks exactly like Big Little. No, Lies. it doesn't. Well, I mean, like Big Little Lies is so much brighter because of the scenery. This yeah. is like literally like shades darker. Like actually, there's barely any scenes in daylight. But, <laughs> like it's usually her in the car at night. But you get it. You get a similar. You get a similar vibe of like in the filming style from like yes. those two shows. Yeah. So. My issue with it is, and then I get it. So I didn't read the book. So I know a lot of people will be like, well, of course you think it's slow because you didn't read the book. I still think like it's an eight episode miniseries and it's just going to be that because it's just one book, right? And, and it's not one no of those way. things you can continue. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, it's a murder mystery kind of a thing. I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but it could have easily just been five episodes because I got to the point where I've been just so frustrated with how each episode is literally just like, we're going to display some gruesome shit and then the bitch is going to roller skate. Amy Adams is going to drink in her car and there's going to be a lot of gossip and Adora is going to say some fucked up shit. And, and that is the formula. With the cop and then that's it. Like. And there's like, there's not a lot of action propelling the plot. And there, I get there's yeah. like a little bit of subtlety here and there. But like, if you haven't read the book, that would go over your head unless you're reading the subreddit. And like, I don't know. It's just, it's just really boring. It's extremely slow moving and then gruesome. So hard to watch and then hard to like even want to like 
look forward to each week. Like each week I'm like, oh God, we have to watch Sharp Objects. Like I almost dread it. And then I'm like, why am I doing this? So then with last night's episode, I was like, honestly, I'm gonna fucking, and I never do this. I am not the bitch that like looks up spoilers because I really like to be not spoiled. I like the story to tell me when it does because it's usually got a reason to do it when it does. So I looked it up and essentially they're cramming all of like the good like shocking quote-unquote plot for the last two episodes that are left yeah and i'm just like they could have easily made the show five episodes and also one of the plots i already well actually two of them i called one of them not as quite in depth the other one i totally like the one twist i like totally called so it's not really like and it's not because i'm like smart it's because i've literally seen it in a major movie before and like (laughs) which i'll say whenever it's over looking stuff up and people are saying like it's not about like who actually killed who like it's or anything it's just like it's it's about it's about like these characters and a case study on these characters which like i get but if it wasn't so much of the same shit so depressing to fucking watch then i don't know and, like, right now we're in the middle of just, like... Because we, we we needed, like, some reprieve. So we're, like, literally binge-watching the OC again just to, like, have some fucking... And that show's dramatic, but it's not, like... It's fucking funny. I mean, when you have that... Mm, which is, I know. So we haven't like, even gotten you know, that part like yet. But, that, like, we've just been doing that the in the background. Scenes, like... Because um, it's just hard to watch. I don't know. But yeah. now that I read, like, the spoilers, I'm like, okay, I'll watch, like, the fucking how it ends. But I was just getting so frustrated. I was like, this needs to have, like, a really bomb-ass twist for mm-hmm. me to, like, I don't know. I, it's not up there in my favorites, and I was no, expecting to really like not. it, which is why I'm disappointed. But, but also, so many fucking spiders, man. Like, Yeah, there's so many bugs. Why like, is what that is such that? a fucking theme? I swear to God, if the bugs are not the ones that killed, I'm going to be upset. Like, that's, <laughs> I mean, I know who did it, so I'm upset. But Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, but the affair though—that's another show that we've been oh watching. God. And goddamn, it's like I hate this season, but also there are bits of it that I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is pretty good shit. The show should honestly probably it end. needs to end. It I wish end. that this season was its last. Yeah, and so maybe the that's end a lot it. of shows that I wish like should end. Okay, let's give a list of shows that need to end that we're currently watching. The affair. Grey's Anatomy. You honestly, I was not gonna say Grey's Anatomy because like it's good, <laughs> like it's good right now, it's good, and it's like one of those shows that's like. But the, like, come on. But I mean, at this point, what is it? Season fourteen coming up? They've just changed it so much that it's it just it surpassed that point where it should have ended to the point where like it could just go on forever. <laughs> it's like The Simpsons, you know. There's a point is where it? The Simpsons should have ended, and now it's just at that point where it's just gonna keep going on forever. Okay. Grey's Anatomy is going to outlive us. It's true. <laughs> it will. I believe that. I'm trying to think of other shows that we currently watch that could. No, there was end. A, there was another one that we had thought of. I because like out of all the shows that we're watching right now, it's literally Westworld, Handmaid's Tale. Honestly, Westworld could be like a three season boy because season two was nothing like season one. Like season yeah. one was a lot better. Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. That's a show. That yeah. has that this next season end. has to be the last season. Yeah. But I can't think of anything else that we, like, we're honestly in need of shows. And I would ask you guys to recommend them, but I feel like we've watched it all. So yeah. I don't even know if you guys could recommend something. But, I mean, if by all means, do it. Well, we do have new things coming up are going to be uh, the second season of Miss Maisel. Yeah. That was fucking fantastic. I loved that. recommend that. And then... It was um, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah. And it gets dark, but then there's it's about comedy, so then it gets funny. Yeah. Um, and then there's the Romanoffs. 
from yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the dude that made Mad Men. Matthew Weiner. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I can't wait for that. And then also, there's going to be a Watchmen show from the guy who did Lost. What's his name? Which one? There's Damon two. Lindelof. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing a show about the Watchmen comic. So I'm excited for whenever the hell that comes out. Yeah. I'm not as excited for that one, but I mean, fuck it. Yes, that's the one comic book that I've actually read and that you should read too. (laughs) I just, something about it pissed me off because it was so long. Like, not like in length of pages, but like the physical book is long. It's a, it's a tall. It doesn't fit on a bookshelf. I think that's like that's like how they all are, I guess. Because then when you see the Walking Dead books in the bookstore, they're also that size. I've never seen them in person. Oh yeah, they're also like that size. It's to make space for the pictures, you know. The comic, yeah. Okay, so now know? explain to me why Stephanie Meyer did that with her stunning novel, The Host. <laughs> Because that book, I remember, like, everyone making fun of how, like, weirdly enlarged it was. And, like, I think the font was also bigger. But, like, maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. But it was just a very, like, big book. Like, she was (laughs) thick. And not, like, in pages. I'm talking, like, length. She was girthy. Yeah, that was a really big book. She was, like, had just, like, all these ideas maybe she had from Twilight. It's like, I'm going to throw them all into this other story. I actually enjoyed that book, but I also only read it, like, a million years ago. But don't lie, you also enjoyed the Twilight series. Well, duh. But, but, like, I I remember thinking, like, this is better written than Twilight, but let's know. I don't know. We're getting to that phase, guys, where, like, you know, the, the Twilight love is all genuine it's guys. it never was i no shut up i had merch i met the bitch <laughs> she signed my book i saw the movies right, in at least theater. from my perspective i don't give a fuck i listen from my perspective then. it was never to be like funny because all I had, I was a Harry Potter bunch, and I just had all the, uh, oh my god, Edward or Jacob. Ah. Did you see that tweet today that was like, JK Rowling, every time she's like becomes a little bit irrelevant, just makes one of her characters pansexual? <laughs> 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 but I'm like, does she ever get like irrelevant? I don't know. It's kind of, you can't really say that she's like irrelevant, you know what I'm saying? No, no. But uh, she's so definitely, that, whenever there's a dry spell. <laughs> speaking of that, I saw this article that was about... Um, like all these the ra- ranking the like movie series based off of like how they were rated like which series were rated the highest okay. you know and um Harry Potter at least from a metacritic perspective that's what this um article was from they're like rate they are like a rotten tomatoes for like movies and TV shows and games and stuff like that yeah so um they w- said that Harry Potter was the longest series to have like all positive reviews like mm-hmm. not every review of every one of them is positive but like the like some of them all or it's all positive for all of them okay but also uh gobble to fire is the third most what's the first prisoner of azkaban which i knew because that's everybody's favorite not nearly mine. Do I? What? Okay, so I'm obviously I haven't seen Prisoner of Azkaban is the times. one where it ends with him screaming and his face is like strange. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> you know. And the hippogriff and like Sirius is first on the scene. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Like, and the introduction of the night bus. Oh, I hate the night bus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't my favorite either. No, that was not my favorite. And then the my favorite is even though. Huh, 
It's still going to be Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> but it's just a good Those one. were, like, the first two were, like, the lowest rated. Wow. Yeah, like, it's so fucked That's up. That's fucky. The first but... time you see Hedwig, are you kidding me? <laughs> the, uh, it went the Prisoner of Azkaban, and then the second Deathly Hallows, and okay, then... Okay, that's a good... And, I mean, and then he's the, confetti, but yeah. The Goblet of Fire okay. after that. Like, and Goblet of Fire, I, I hate that one. Are we talking, like, visually or just, like, content in general? I'm saying visually stylistically okay you know i'm gonna say chamber of secrets that's order your favorite of, yeah, yeah chamber of secrets order of the phoenix both deathly hallows i don't know which order i don't give a fuck um half-blood prince then the rest in right. no particular order i really fucking hate david yates for his comments about johnny depp but his visual style that he brought to the series is my favorite okay. like that's Order of the Phoenix on. Yeah. I like Order of the Phoenix. That's yeah. my favorite book, so. Yeah. Like, the, the visual style of Order of the Phoenix is my favorite, and then Half-Blood Prince will probably be my second favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I just like how they did everything there. Yeah. It looks kind of like, nice. And they, I like... The cave with the fucking... Those boys. You know, I like how... He scoops the poison with that perfect little scoop. That's <laughs> they, a great scoop. He, in Order of the Phoenix, it was very blue-toned to match the book, and then... You know, I got a bone to pick about that. While I think it's fucking great, we all made fun of Twilight for being... <laughs> and but Order of the Prince, Phoenix was allowed to be blue. I see Prince a little bit of a bias. Themed, yeah. yeah, I'm seeing a bias. Um, I don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, it was just supposed to be the alien planet, you know? That's all it was. Yeah. I mean, when I step outside, it is... It's that it's color. It's so like, blue. You have no idea. You have no clue what's there's going no, on here. There's no warmth left to my skin. Oh, my God. But anyway, that's our discourse on all of that fucking bullshit. <laughs> all right. So I think we need to go to a ad break so we can do this quiz, which I'm very intrigued by that one of you guys sent us. So we'll be right back. So this episode of Coffee with Rachel is brought to you by AdamandEve.com, which is a sex toy and all things pleasure website, if you will. As always, we have a great deal for you guys. If you use code CWC on AdamandEve.com, you get 50% off of just about any item, free shipping, three free adult DVDs, and a free mystery gift. So again, just go to AdamandEve.com and use code CWC to get that offer. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. Well, are you shocked? Audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place, the premier spot, I'd say, to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. Are you guys sick of listening to our voices? Why not listen to, like, Amy Poehler read a book? Exactly. You know, we are not the only people putting audio content out there in the world, and I'm sure you are sick of us, so go listen to one of those books. <laughs> so you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. All right, y'all. This is your classic BuzzFeed quiz. Um, this is What's Your Cat's Moral Alignment? And I am very excited. I think we'll be able to do this very well. I think this is the one quiz we have truly needed on this show. Yes, we, I completely the agree. The answers that we need right now. Now, before we do the quiz, what do you think they are? Lila, I would say, is chaotic good. Yes. Squeezy, I would say, is chaotic neutral. 
He's not evil at all. Yeah. He's just chaotic. Yeah. And Lila is chaotic good. Because <laughs> uh, she's just extra chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, That's all right. what I think. I will do Lila. You can do Squeezy for okay. this quiz. All right. Does your cat push things off the table, yes or no? Squeezy absolutely does. Yes. Like, he, you see a shitty paw, and he's kind of like... A little flicky paw. Yeah. Lila doesn't really do that. Only if she accidentally hits it with her ass. Yeah, I'm not going to... it's not on purpose. Yeah, she doesn't do that. What's your cat's favorite thing? Food, cuddles, toys, going outside, meowing loudly, or something else? Now, here's a problem here. Lila loves cuddles and meowing loudly. I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go with cuddles because cuddles comes first, then meowing loudly comes when you don't give her cuddles. True. <laughs> yeah. Now, Squeezy is food. <laughs> Squeezy is absolutely food. He's like, I didn't have this first eight months. I'm going to cherish it every yes. moment. <laughs> What's your cat's fur color? You said that in most weird I, I don't know. I just... Uh, mostly black, mostly white, gray, orange, another color. My cat's hairless. Uh, we got a nice gray. And mostly white. Lyle is mostly white, yeah. What is your cat, or is your cat friendly to strangers? Can you tell I'm not wearing my fucking glasses? <laughs> oh my god, what are you doing, girl? I have a mask on. Uh, yes, Lila is friendly to strangers. Squeezy is also friendly to strangers. He is. He, he greets He them. comes in, he takes your coat, you know, he welcomes you, brings you a cup of coffee. He's great. Does your cat have long hair or short hair? They both have short hair. Yes. Pick a song title that describes your cat. Can't touch this. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Born to run. <laughs> I don't care. Please don't leave me or getting hungry. Okay, Squeezy is born to run. He <laughs> skitters around and runs all day, every day. Lila is please don't leave me. I was just going to say <laughs> because that. Because I got to tell you guys, it is so painful every morning when I go to work and she's wrapped around my legs begging me not to Screaming. go. Screaming. It's, it's really bad. Actually so sad. <laughs> okay. Lila got lawful good. Lawful Okay, yes by those answers, I guess. But I think they needed more questions about her inner psyche because yeah. that bitch is chaotic. You cannot predict what she's going to do. It says, basically, your cat is a perfect angel and nothing anyone can say would convince you otherwise. Your cat obeys the house rules, never begs for food, and is cuddly and sweet. She doesn't obey all the house rules, but she is a fucking angel. Yeah, I'm not going to say like all those are like technically wrong, but like they're missing pieces. Um, Squeezy got chaotic evil. <laughs> You are like this is like the internet persona we give them version yes. of them, you know? Um, you obviously love your cat, but you're also the first to admit that the cat is a bit of a monster. I would never call him a monster. He's not a monster. He, listen, he they push things rap. off the table, meow loudly when they don't get their way, and generally live by their own rules. It's not that your cat is truly evil. It's just that they don't particularly like being good. I would just say that he's just an enigma that cannot be questioned by these fucking quizzes i'm just saying like no one i wish i wish you all listening to this podcast could just sit down with squeezy just take like a week to get to know that man because i feel like we don't give him enough of a i don't know i'm just (laughs) constantly out here trying to have justice for for squeezy justice for squeezy he deserves it he deserves it more than anyone i can think of. the best man of all time the most interesting chunk that ever chunked (laughs) Anyway, let's right. get into some fucking questions. Yes, let's go to patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel. Thank you all lovely binchos for supporting the show. Uh, first question is from Jasmine, who said, Hi, Chris and Rachel. It looks like I'm moving soon, and I know when you guys moved from PA to WA, you <laughs> had to get rid of the a lot of stuff. Walk. Ew. <laughs> 
Yeah, to get rid of a lot of stuff, uh, how are you able to pack so little? I try to go through my stuff, and there are things I just can't get rid of, even if I haven't touched it in years. Also, Money. please do another Harry Potter episode soon. We can do that. Yes, absolutely. We were planning on doing that. But, uh, uh, literally money. Yeah, money was a big factor uh, in, like... Um, squeezing was a carry-on. <laughs> that really uh, fucked things up. But yeah. we wanted him to come with us. So there's definitely, like, still things that, like... I'll speak from my side that, like, I can still gather that we left at my mom's house that, you know, is yet to be shipped out just because we haven't done that and she's just holding on you haven't even asked though you know what i mean no i know but it's because like i haven't really felt just like to be honest we don't have room for more shit anyway yeah exactly that's what i'm waiting for we when we changed apartments we got rid of some storage space and so i'm just like we're constantly getting rid of things we're constantly donating so at this point it's like you know those things i guess it's probably sentimental stuff mainly but the way i see it moving away to college really helped with that because it was like i already had to leave a lot of stuff at their house it just ended up being like the stuff i had at college with me then came weaned that down a little bit and then yeah yeah we we came it's just like if i haven't been thinking about it then i don't even know i'm missing it yeah you know what i'm saying the only thing i want is my fucking books yeah but i'm not gonna get them we all know why so but that like what we we yeah we had six boxes shipped yeah six boxes ups and then we just we stuffed everything with our carry-on and then no we did have some checked bags we did put some stuff in checked bags oh i don't even remember (laughs) yeah um because one of our carry-ons was squeezy, so we didn't have a lot oh, of shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. But honestly, you just have to, like, really think about shit and be like, am I holding on to this just because, like, it has a memory attached to it? Is it truly valuable to me? Do I think about it often? If Especially something with clothes, that you can, man. Is it something that you See yourself can keeping re- or using. And if it's something that, like, maybe you can repurchase when you get to wherever you're going to like we really just put it down to it was mostly clothes and then like we got rid of so many clothes we just donated all of them yeah but like a lot of the stuff that we brought was clothes like some i don't even think we brought bedding like we bought a lot of stuff when no, we got we didn't here. Bring our bedding. apartment was so barren when we were first here for the first few months it was so barren yeah that it was yeah just really not it is like there. weird but i've also been that bitch that it hasn't been i don't know i'm not a very uh i don't know possession sentimental kind of a person i'm trying to be more of a uh memory sentimental kind of person so yeah i don't know like that hasn't been a big and i don't have like a lot of shit in general like i don't have like a i don't have like any nice jewelry the biggest shit that i brought was my makeup which honestly i regret i should have just donated it back then because i ended up donating it here yeah <laughs> it was just like a i mean at the time it was technically my job or whatever yeah yeah you needed it we didn't so know like cool happen. but like the only thing that like i really needed was like the stuff i needed for work and my guitar which we got later like years later and so yes squeezy and the clothes that actually fit me that i still wear to this and I day had my, yeah my xbox and yeah that was really it i can't really think of much. we didn't bring any furniture because obviously we yeah. weren't paying for it that was blankets on the floor until we got a mattress on amazon yeah and it was all from there yep i mean if there's 
a parent in your life that doesn't mind holding on to some things that you really don't want to part with, but you can't afford to move. And I mean, that's Yeah, do cool. it as a slow trickle, not everything all at once, because yeah. then it's overwhelming when you do get it all, too. Like True. Especially if your place is, like, small, like ours was. Yeah. I mean, like, we used a box as a TV stand for, like, Forever. so for so long. Yeah. 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 Good luck. It's it's definitely a bitch, but once you're actually oh, yeah. out there, bitch. Just think of it as like the ultimate cleanse of your life because that's what we went into it as and honestly, it was fucking great. There's like very few things that I have in Washington that I'm like, I don't fucking like this thing. Yeah. And a lot of it is mugs. <laughs> Cuz that's the one place where we just can't control ourselves. Yeah. Um all right, next question is what's something you always forget but wish you could remember? And I'm like, why are you fucking with me at a time like this? Something we wish we were, we, we wish were, we could. We forget, but wish we could remember. Yeah. First day we met. <laughs> yeah, true. Good answer, bitch. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's that was an easy one for me. Me. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I forget, but that's the one. <laughs> I truly don't know. <laughs> like I don't know. Like maybe the first time I ever saw. First time you ever ate oh. Philly cream cheese. <laughs> no, first time I ever saw. A fish. <laughs> what was what was going through my head? The first time you ever put a shrimp tail in I was, a creamer cup. <laughs> I was going to say, like, the first time I saw a squeezy, but I know exactly how that Yeah, was. I remember that. I'll never forget that day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, what's your favorite movie that you watched in film class? I want to have to remember all the movies yeah, you watched in film class. Something that you wish you could remember. <laughs> yeah, it's all the films I watched. Oh, shit. shit. That one with Catherine Hepburn. That was my favorite, but I can't remember the name of it. Uh, oh, that's the one. <laughs> I really am having a trough. Tough a trough? Time, a trough time remembering except for Casablanca. Like, that's the one I remember And that watching. was not my favorite one out of all of them. Fuck. It was, oh, isn't it called and like a long watched, engagement or something like that? Or yeah, like, I think so. That, that one was really good. Yeah, uh, that was my We also idea. watched Alien, one of the aliens. I don't remember which one. <laughs> we're terrible. I yeah, mean, we're terrible. Okay, it was okay, a long time ago. Okay, come on. It was so long ago. It Give was like a good six, five years ago. Yeah. Six, five. Okay. <laughs> um, how do y'all deal with jealousy in your poly relationship? That's literally the thing, though. Like... We sit here, guys, we sit here and we talk about how, like, cute or hot, like, all these other people are, like, all the time. And we're not, it's like... It's never been a problem other... Like, I'm not... From the beginning, it's never been, In this been, aspect, like, a, I've never had the jealousy thing. It's always in, like, other aspects. I'm like, oh, man, this person goes on so many fucking live vacations. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? You know, like... Or, like, has a really great sense of style or has, like, the money to afford the sense of style yeah, that I'm I want. Yeah, I'm jealous of people in that way, of All course. All these people but like, with pugs, man. But I mean, like, jealous of, like, you, like... Flirting with other flirting people with or other people or, like, thinking other people are attractive or other things like that. Like, no. I can't. I, I can't. It's like, just not in my cards. I don't guys, know. And like, I don't know how to tell you how to handle it because it's just not there. And, like, I don't say that to be, like, cool like it's just like we don't know how to overcome that because it's just never been there it's never been an obstacle or whatever we're fighting over who gets to like january jones's photos first well it pisses like, me yeah. off when i go there and i go to like show i'm like have you seen and he's like i already liked it and I'm yeah like, fuck, <laughs> fuck you um favorite grocery store to shop at mm, not to be that bitch but whole foods is the only place where they have all the food that i can eat <laughs> yeah yeah, um, I'm going to go with Whole Foods, too, just because I've grown to love the things that are there. Um, what's the best vegan cheese? I'm loving Mykonos. 
I gotta say. Yeah, those fucking wheels. Those are great. Also, ciao. Yeah, pretty much that for the slicey boys. Um, have you or Chris ever experimented with natural slash homemade alternatives to personal care items like toothpaste and deodorant? So, would you consider my toothpaste natural? I think no. it is. It's not? I wouldn't consider it in that. I use Tom's. <laughs> Let <laughs> me know what I you think. I don't know if that's exactly the area that they're going it's for. More, it's more know? natural than Crest. Yeah, it's more natural than Crest. I like, haven't tried natural deodorant yet, but I'm not, like, objecting to it. I kind of want to. Yeah, I, I just, just want to make sure something really works. I know, I just don't want to buy something and then have it not work for me, and then I'm, like, stuck with this deodorant that I Which can't Can recycle. I get Botox in my armpits so I can stop sweating? He didn't even know that was a thing until I didn't know, we were watching but now some th- YouTube video. I was like, yeah, it's a muscle. Now that I it's know that, I want to do it. A lot of people do that. Because, can you damn, that? <laughs> my armpits get sweaty, and then it ruins my shirts. Guys. You should do it. Maybe. I would absolutely do that. You know, do do a little bit of that, get a little bit of hairline done, you know. You I'll would be, fuck I'll, with your hairline? I'd be Bobby Flay. Like You think Bobby Flay's had yeah. Probably. He's had everything under the sun. Do you think he would really get like hairline surgery? That if shit it goes is any, intense. If it goes any further than what my hairline has done, then yes. I mean, all right. Yeah. I can't do these kinds of big boys. You know what I mean? That like, would be like I, the most extreme that I would go. I've never had like anesthesia done to me i've never even had my wisdom teeth out i am terrified of all the shit i'm not afraid of needles or anything but i'm afraid of being put under so like i will like as much as i say like oh man breast reduction would be lit tit lit or tit lit -lit. (laughs) (laughs) you know that's my favorite genre of books <laughs> That's actually my genre. Like I would get like a lift or whatever because she's a saggy. Oh fuck. Oh no, not the alarm. Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. Everyone's just like what everybody alarm? just really was like, it's not time to wake up. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Um, okay, tablets. As, as much as I would want to get like a reduction and a lift. <laughs> That, it's like a big surgery in there and I don't I'm not here to pay for like recovery unless it's like life or death yeah um the most I would do is uh I don't know <laughs> I guess a little Botox if I get a little wrinkly but like that's about it I'm not trying to do filler I don't care about my under eyes enough also I have the cheeks that people are getting right now so yeah, like your, god bless your cheek is currently in style it is and honestly thank god <laughs> I was made fun of so much for these jigs. And I'm not of the mind. What is it with people that are like, I was bullied for that, so you can't like that. It's like, aren't we happy that people aren't getting bullied for XYZ right now? Yeah. I don't know. But I'm talking about freckles. I'm literally only talking about freckles. <laughs> talking about freckles. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Because there are other things that people are bullied for that are actually like racially charged, and I'm not talking about those things. I'm literally talking about freckles. And now you're, you're But like you're I think cheeks. like we should be happy that people aren't being bullied for those things, but also I can understand why you would be bitter about it too, because I was bullied for the cheeks and I don't know if I'm actually bitter about it. I just feel like <laughs> they make me look youthful and y'all can make fun of me all you want, but I, like I look ageless, him. bitch. <laughs> she just threw a tissue like yeah i've uh, been like i have a mask like slowly dripping off my face right now because i'm sweating um i've got one here do y'all have any problems with the chunk spilling their food or water dishes our chunk even spills the spill proof dishes um squeezy just makes crumbs yeah i just wanted to talk about squeezy's eating habits because he doesn't spill the dishes but he just takes giant mouthfuls then plops it onto the floor and then eats 
each individual piece from there and crunches them into smaller pieces. I don't even know if he actually eats. I think it just breaks everything down into smaller pieces. Inhales yeah. the dust or something. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, like they they don't purposely go out of their way to spill anything. Um, Squeezy just likes to make a mess somehow, regardless. Um, fuck, Mary, kill a diner, a drive-in, or a dive. I love this question. Ooh. I'm going to marry a diner. I'm going to fuck a drive-in. I'm going to kill a dive. Same. Honestly, same. Really? Like, yeah. Like, I would literally live in a diner. I'd same. Marry her. Would you open a diner instead of a coffee shop? I don't know. I want to. <laughs> That's like, an emphasis on food. Stop. Like, I just don't know. I want. I want. What if we did? the all gluten-free diner that like gives you that classic diner vibe the biggest biscuit you could fit up your ass yeah like you know pancakes as big as your plate that kind Yo, of vibe i am so sick of going to a place and my pancake is the size of a half dollar and chris's are the size of jupiter <laughs> it's rude just saying <laughs> anyway um Will you guys be attending PodCon? <laughs> <laughs> that would require them to know us. They don't fucking know us. Um, they wouldn't even have to pay for us to fly out or be in a hotel. It's literally here in Seattle. No, we're not going Just, to PodCon. I would say go bug Hank Green, but I think he's busy. I don't know. <laughs> don't bug anybody, actually, on my behalf. Um, <laughs> what are your opinions on the Netflix show Insatiable? Um, it looks like fucking trash. And from what everybody's saying, it's the worst <laughs> thing Netflix has ever done. So anytime I'm- there's a fat suit used in media, I'm not going to be paying attention. And we all know how I feel about fat characters only being their weight and not being able their to central have plot being about their weight and like defying the odds by finding love. Like it's actually I'm a fat bitch and it's not hard to like it. This is you didn't defy we, the odds. It, like, I didn't do yeah. Like being fat, it's a thing, and you can still have friends and thriving relationships and success, and your whole life doesn't have to be revolved around your weight, especially yeah. in the media. Can we please show? Like, fat people just living their lives and have it just be normal. Like, it's is literally that, not is about that the way. <laughs> it's yeah. just so ridiculous. So, yeah, the show looks stupid. And apparently there's a lot more to it even than just, like, there's, like, an ongoing, like, pedophilia joke yeah. or something. Like, it I don't know. It just sounds so... It just sounds very lowbrow for Netflix. So yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Are they just, like needing money right now like what's the tea they're just like accepting anything in right now that's weird to me yeah that's not good um would i prefer i guess you too um (laughs) a cat-sized whale or a whale-sized cat i would honestly prefer a cat-sized whale yeah, a me little too. baby whale just chilling. I could put that in an aquarium. Because a cat, a whale sized cat would be fucking terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, can you imagine Lila whale sized? It's like that episode of Rugrats where the but... baby is too big. Oh my god, no. <laughs> that episode scarred all of us. Yeah, oh my god, that shit's coming back. Wow. Um, give up vinegar or coffee? Well, for me, that's easy. It's give up vinegar. That would require giving up all pickles. For me, that's easy. Give up vinegar. That would require giving up the veganese that you love so much, apparently. You, there's nothing you could tell me right now that would switch my opinion from coffee. I don't know what to say. 
I didn't hear that her. question. <laughs> um, if you could change your major, what would it be? Yeah, I'm in school. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, my major right now is poli sci. Like, I don't know. Oh, like. well, and your dream job. Okay, so my dream job is opening an all gluten free diner with hella pancakes. Also, um, just like being able to hang out with marine life 24 7. Like, being a. My my dream job Marine changes every fucking week, Without so I math. can't tell you. <laughs> like True. Um, and then if I could change my major, it would be like marine bio with a emphasis in gluten-free diners. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess my major would honestly be like... Part of me would be like, oh my god, computer science. But like honestly, I don't know if I want to be a programmer when I just hear the horror stories about how much programmers have to work. So I would lit, legit do like marketing so that way i could just do like marketing for video games you okay. know what i mean and then i would have a, is that like if you could choose one major you're gonna pick fucking marketing i don't know not that like that's a bad major but like oh we're saying the oyster is your sky right now i don't know i, don't I would know major in oysters I, mean, I would major in coffee how about that i'll oh just do God. coffee you're throwing it all away i am um what is squeezy's alien to businessman ratio I'm going to say it's a 70-30-30 being the businessman. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like he's definitely a lot more alien than businessman. Do you picture him to be like an alien inside of a like a business, like inside of a giant trench coat, like pretending to be a businessman, you know? I don't know, but I could definitely see Squeezy like in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> like, right? Can you imagine Squeezy in a Sherlock Holmes outfit? That little hat? No, he's... he's Squirtle Holmes. He's not like... Not because of Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> like, God damn it. Like, okay, you, Chris, and Chunks as Lizzie McGuire characters. Okay, you got to do this. Okay, so you're Gordo. Uh, yeah. I am unsure about myself. Hold on. I'm probably Lizzie. I'm, like, just fucking weird. Yeah. Right? I guess. Okay, you're Gordo. Oh, that's, that's cute. Gordo yeah. and Lizzie. Uh-huh. Um, Squeezy is absolutely... Um, Is he that kid that doesn't talk? No, but he talks a lot. You know, yeah. Squeezy talks. Oh my god! Wait, who's who's the the guy that everyone thinks is weird that eats the worms? Fuck, um, Tudgeman. Tudgeman. No, Squeezy's all Squeezy. touchy. And now Lila is a mix between Lizzie's mom and <laughs> Ethan Craft. <laughs> Just specifically, that's for the two sides of her personality. The like tumbleweed <laughs> noise. <laughs> <laughs> that's Lila when she's like oh just looking at a spot. I hate this, but that's perfect. Um, <laughs> her walking into a room. If we had that, like on, a, like Alexa play tumbleweed, like you know, like. <laughs> um, it, whoa. Okay, whoa. sorry. <laughs> just like you just you lost it. We're too the deep font on this one. Like when someone writes a longer question, it gets really tiny. I'm like, I need my fucking glasses right now. Um, is it weird that we know a lot about you, but you don't know anything about us? That's a great question. Um, well, I feel like I know a little bit about you if you're willing to listen to this trash. Um, shows that you have really bad taste. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, it's not... Sometimes, but I don't think about it. Yeah, you know? I don't really think about it. Like, I just am putting this stuff out there and like i'm assuming that we have similar tastes just judging off of like the conversation i'm really hoping that you guys have a lot of similar tastes because honestly how do you stomach this show if like you don't have similar tastes as us but um yeah no it's not really that weird like 
it, when you're recording stuff like this, it's just like us sitting here talking to microphones. While so, the sun sets now, it's so fucking yeah, dark in here. We're sitting really in the dark. Really dark. Um, so it's, it, uh, it would honestly be a lot weird if you were all here listening. Oh my god! Because like, <laughs> we've said before, we're like, oh, let's do a live show. Can you honestly do it? I think we could. Yeah, we do it. It'd be really. It probably weird. would be a lot more like a Q and A because I'd have to like come up with like stories, and I don't really have like. Everyone's asking also for like paranormal stories, childhood stories, and besides my trauma, I can like I'm not fresh out. We're all storied out here, folks. All right, and the last question we'll get to today is: Would you guys ever consider a tiny home, maybe on Mount Rainier? Yes, not even a question. But like, I mean, like a classic tiny home, not like yes, a, not a small question. home. Yeah, I would. Do but it. with cats. That's my only hang-up. I know. Because I feel like tiny homes are for dog people because they can their dogs can fucking go free and run around. Yeah. Cats with a tiny home, I just would feel like I'm cooping them up. Like, they don't have enough space to run around. They can't, like, leave that unless you do an outdoor cat. Like, like thingy, which yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, but I mean... Because, like, if you're living in, like, a Mount Rainier area and then, like, minus... a fucking bear just destroys whatever enclosed cat thing you have and they are eaten. Minus the cat conundrum i would if i didn't have cats or any other cat-like animal (laughs) then yes gerbils but yeah i don't know i don't think that i would be able to make that work with the chunks no however i would do a very small like home yeah very tiny home just not a like actual tiny home with like one small runway where squeezy could just run up and down they need they need a little bit more uh Room to scream. (laughs) Room to scream. (laughs) Though it would be kind of fun. They would be forced to hang out with us all the time. (laughs) Yeah, there's no escape, Squeezy. (laughs) (laughs) He'd find, like, one of those things where it's like, this fucking drawer turns into, like, your toilet later, and he'd, like, hide in there. Yeah, he would. He doesn't hide, though. We're just... We're ragging on him. He's wonderful. (sighs) He hangs out with us. I love that fucking boy. All right. Let's go. Sometimes I will literally just be sitting here and I'll just be like next to Squeezy and Chris will just come over and I'm like, I just fucking love this man. And I'm talking to fucking Squeezy. I know. It happens at least 800 times a day approximately. That's exactly how it should be. Um, anyway, uh, hope you guys. Hope you guys. (laughs) Like this episode. Enjoyed it. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Like I finished my whole cup of coffee. The pour over is really the vibe. I didn't finish my tea. Because I miss my coffee. <laughs> I know. Um, also, what time is it right now? It is a frosty 8.43, Chris. So we're going to play the Walking Dead game. Yeah, because it's I've... Monday night right now. Yeah, we did this in advance so we could fucking play that game. And I got things going on tomorrow. Yeah, that everyone wanna... send your vibes, even though you're listening to this after. Still send your vibes. because are putting it out a, there We don't have a final answer by the time this is out there. So good vibes to me, please. That would be so sick, though, if you got a final answer like the same day. Can you believe that? Yeah, that would be great. Um, anyway, we're being vague because we don't want to jinx anything. Yes. Uh, we love you guys. Binches, stay tuned. The rest of y'all, fuck off. We'll see you. No, I'm just kidding. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, so we're here now, and we got the binge time, and we talked about it earlier that this is what each of you have killed as a millennial. Which, honestly, if you could kill one thing as a millennial, what would you kill? And you are a millennial, so just tell me what you want to kill. Chris. Um, okay, this is going to get... I want to kill Keurig's. Okay. I think that's good. I was going to say the Republican Party. Ooh, also valid. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um. 
we went two different ways. Um, all right, yeah, so this is Benches as what they've killed as a millennial. And the first one is Scott Edward R. Wilmot, who killed marriage. <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, us. Um, we've got Courtney, who killed the Canadian tourism industry. <laughs> what? By the way, the thing that I got this from had links to the articles of every single one of these. So that... all of these have been confirmed dead, rip in benches. <laughs> yes. These things. Uh, Jackie Goldfarb killed gyms. I don't find that to be true. No. No. Um, no. <laughs> Emily Sweeney killed self-pity. I don't believe <laughs> that. That is absolutely false. They think selfie culture killed self-pity. Honey, we are all pitiful. <laughs> Shannon Shires killed oil. God bless. Sarah Booth killed light yogurt. <laughs> M. Corbeil killed cruises. Angelica Feliz killed fashion. Madeline Young killed mayonnaise. Lauren Niaz killed the 9 to 5 workday. Tell that to my boss. Yeah. <laughs> Kim Vandersloos killed the Olympics. Hannah Patelis killed patriotism. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> Gianna Wozniak killed the NFL. Tara Davey killed fabric softener. Y'all don't need that. No. Uh, Kimberly Proza killed wine corks. Joanna Tartaglini killed crowdfunding. AJC killed Applebee's. <laughs> that is the top death. Jake Bauer killed cars. Yeah, that's what happened in Cars 3, right? <laughs> Teague Phillips killed napkins. Lily Rose killed romance. Winter Russell killed running. Tell that to Sam. <laughs> Savannah Pelissier killed vacations. Brooke Renee killed brunch. Not true. Chantel Piat killed McDonald's. Also not true. Catherine killed lunch. Colby Rhymes killed college football. Haley Boucher killed bar soap. I feel like we are single-handedly keeping bar soap alive. Yes, absolutely. Um, Jake Parker killed loyalty programs. Renee Medina killed movies. Grandma killed golf. <laughs> Sophie Armill killed motorcycles. Chelsea Grundy killed consumerism. And down Rip. with it, bitch. <laughs> Stephanie Lee killed stilettos. Jane Thompson killed department stores. Rip Bonton. Uh, Kayla Bean <laughs> killed beer. Brandy Robbins killed banks. Also, beer is not dead, you IPA fuckers. <laughs> Michelle Cox killed credit. Kill mine. Um, <laughs> Rebecca Mack killed hotels. Joanna Jensen killed handshakes. Leslie Wright killed relationships. Gwen Stowe killed serendipity. Kat Schultz killed suits. Jason Gonzalez killed gambling. Lindsay Torlina killed trees. I don't Excuse like that one. me, no. Jess Adams killed J. Crew. <laughs> Daisy Blossom Dottie killed diamonds. Kennedy Rochelle killed cereal. Lucy killed taking risks. Sonia Vazbrun killed Home Depot. Juanita Cara killed sex. So true. Avery Labelson killed the American Dream. <laughs> Liz Holbrook killed hangout sitcoms. Madison Greer killed Buffalo Wild Wings. Chloe Ireland killed focus groups. Caitlin Whalen killed anti-aging industry. Uh, Dana Daly killed dinner dates. Vlynn killed loyalty. <laughs> Mackenzie Knight killed marmalade. And Rachel Evans killed democracy. The biggest death of all. It's like we really killed democracy. No. You know who killed that? I'm not going to say. All right. So the other benches are going to be the, the deaths <laughs> that are on our chopping block. We are not going to spill our secrets to any of the boomers out there listening us millennials were keeping our killings so but what's what's next what no, do you think's know. next um what's besides next? keurig's um i would say that we should kill hallmark that's what's next hallmark like the cards or the whole story the whole the whole industry big card Big card. Big card. Down with big card. We've got Taryn Parker. <laughs> Jocelyn Fry. Hermione. Ishbel Mendez. Brie Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. Um, wow. Let us know if you are cool with what you killed. Your Let murder. us know what you would like to kill as a millennial. Please do. Which industry should go down? 
so we will see you guys next. Friskies. Down with friskies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Better pet food for all. Ooh, there's a lot of things. If I could just make an entire episode about all the things I'd love to Next kill. week, we'll give a list. All right. The current will, state of the union. We will see you guys next week. Bye.